Hello. Hello. How are you? I am so good. How are you? Yeah, I am. I'm wonderful, thank you. Um, yeah, I've I've calmed down a little bit after a stressful morning. The Argoman come came. The Argoman come. <laughs> <laughs> the Argoman come, and my mom weren't ready for it. <laughs> don't ask me what that was. <laughs> I don't even want. To... Oh, this is gonna be fun. Uh, okay, and straight into the episode. Actually, can I quickly make a quick disclaimer? Mm-hmm. My friend messaged me after listening to episode four the other day mm. and said, fuck me, I nearly just crashed the car. Your podcast needs a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> she was laughing so much at, I don't know which part of episode four, because it's all fucking funny. Um, and that she almost forgot to break and almost went into the back of a bus. So oh my God. <laughs> okay, disclaimer, here we go. So if you are listening to this podcast whilst driving, do remember all the rules of the road at the same time. Uh, it is funny. We will be laughing out loud, but do keep your eyes on your wing mirrors and your <laughs> reverse rear view mirrors um, because we don't want to cause any collisions or any deaths. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so thank you so much, Kate, for that. That's really brilliant. been compared to fortunately fortunately for the millennials it's the biggest it's the biggest compliment I've ever received for those of you who don't know what fortunately is it is a podcast hosted by Fee Glover and Jane I forget her surname do you know it no don't know it sorry Jane <laughs> sorry sorry Jane who are you, are you I think she it? hosts woman hour <laughs> sorry I'm just going to quickly look it up. Sorry, Jane. Uh, Fortunately, with Fee and Jane, uh, come on, my Wi-Fi is failing me. Oh, dear. Anyway, they're both worry. really well-known. <laughs> <laughs> they're both really well-known Radio 4 broadcasters, um, and they discuss the goings-on in their life, sort of away from radio. And also, they record, like, in a cafe or, like, outside on the yeah. streets. So it's amazing. Like, you can hear all of the cars and the passers-by and, like, chatter and clatter, which I think is really fun. When we get back to London and I'm allowed to see you, I think we should give it a go. I also think we should do that. Having just said that, can you hear the uh, screaming children in the background I, of my... I can hear the screaming children. Have you got a playground near you? Or are you babysitting? <laughs> so, in week 13 of lockdown, I've decided to take in some kids. <laughs> No, there's a school on my road and I think, or it's just some locals going for a little, taking their kids out, get them out of the house whilst it's not raining. I thought, you, I thought you'd adopted a few people um, there, you know, get bored of the Harrisons and just bring in some young blood, keep you amused. I can barely look after myself. There's no way <laughs> I am taking in any children anytime soon. Absolutely. I can, I've been so excited about recording this podcast as have I especially this week there is so much that we have to cover and I'm so excited for what's to come I know and usually we sort of get in touch before the recording and feed each other a few lines of uh, what's coming up but for this one I kind of felt like we didn't need to no we didn't because I feel like I've been purposefully avoiding you and asking you questions <laughs> I, know, I know that 
you'll bring it to life right here, right now, right live. Here. Right now, right here. But also there's so much stuff that's happened in the last week, which has just been so amusing. Um, and it's just like, we haven't spoken about it properly. Everything that's happened, we just go, content, content, content. <laughs> <laughs> content is key. Um, so it's just like, no, we can't talk too much about it because we want to talk to each other properly. And that's what we do on this. One of the things that I've loved is obviously, you know, your push for reviews last week. Um, is the um, the review last week, which was from a, a mystery person called Dan. <laughs> and we we pretty much know everyone that's done the reviews on iTunes because we've blackmailed them. Um, <laughs> and we've been pestering all of our friends. I'm but still not speaking to the ones that haven't reviewed. Yeah, I know, exactly. I've deleted them from my Instagram. Um, but this this Dan comes up and he says, if I was 157 in the charts, I'd be worried. So Kate sends me a message and goes, oh, is this your friend? I was like, I don't know a Dan. Do you know a Dan? And we were trying to go over and over. Do we know a Daniel? Is it? <laughs> it's Dan, brackets London. So Dan in London, reveal yourself. Please reveal yourself. And if you are a stranger and we don't know you, this is epic news that we're bringing in the public. Yeah, at the moment, it's just our friends and family listening to us and telling us we're brilliant. So people that we don't know, that's a real highlight. I know, exactly. And going on from that, obviously, 158 in the charts was our biggest achievement last week. Yeah. But Kate, I've, I've got some interesting news for you, which I've been holding back for a week now. We got an email and I deleted it from my email so that you wouldn't see it. Um, Can I just say, I was was purposefully haven't gone into the email account (laughs) because I didn't want to be either, one, disappointed by the lack of applications (laughs) for my love life, or two, absolutely overwhelmed by the inundation (laughs) of applications for my love life. And I can't wait to find out which one is which. Well, that comes later. This is is equally... (laughs) as exciting but our friend um sent us a message uh, saying look at your chart reviews now and i was going oh my god can you imagine if we were in the hundreds and it went to say that sadly you are not in the top charts anymore and my heart so oh. what the fuck is going on honestly i'm really not sure what's happened there's obviously an error a oh streaming my god error. i give up the- you know what fuck this i'm done <laughs> bye see you four and a half episodes was fun exactly drop the mic it's quite a big mic <laughs> drop it um, but there is there is good news there is brilliant news we are not 157 we are I repeat, 98, okay, 98, wait for it, <laughs> in the comedy charts in Kenya. <laughs> I shit to you not, we are going global, bitch. <laughs> That is brilliant. Kenya. Yes, my friend. Oh, Asante Sana, people in Kenya. That is so exciting. It is, it, honestly, I, I was going to send you a picture just be like, this it's is so amazing. But I was like, I have, I have to wait to tell you. 
<laughs> because I knew you'd have that reaction. <laughs> oh, that is that is gold. That is wonderful news. We are in Africa. Oh my god, we're taking over the world. Just you wait for you know Uzbekistan and like the charts there, but we're going up, guys. And you know we we may not be the funniest in Great Britain, but we're in the top one hundred in Kenya. So yeah, <laughs> hate that. Oh, <laughs> that is brilliant. Oh, thank you, thank you. That has made me <sighs> smile from ear to ear. Good. I'm glad. It's been a tough week holding that back from you. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> So how was your weekend? Did you get up to anything fun? Weekend was good. So obviously uh, the little lore of the week last week was that people could sort of start now, you know, seeing each other socially distanced. Mm. Of course, don't you love it when you speak to a friend? They're like, I went for a walk with someone. Or, oh my God, I finally saw my best friend for so long. But don't worry, it was socially distanced. <laughs> it was like as if. I know my friend came to see me this weekend. She was like, can I come for a socially distant cup of tea? I was like, uh, yeah, you're most welcome to. But reality is, as soon as you walk through my door, I'll be on you. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny. I saw so I saw a friend this weekend. That was great. But a lot of people are sort of um, going back to London, seeing friends, right, having Keith. parties. Tell me about this, this obsession with returning to the big smoke already. Are you are you on that ship? I don't th- I don't think so I, I think I would maybe go up for a weekend in a few weeks but I'm still I'm still loving the fresh air and I don't think I can go I don't think I can go back anytime no. soon what are your vibes I, yeah I'm I'm with you on that I think people have got excited I think I can understand why people have had enough of home and their parents and their siblings and whatnot and need a little bit of space maybe back in London mm. and I get that the weekends are fun but then the weekdays, I'm still furloughed and there's nothing for me to do during the week exactly. here. Yeah, and if I were in it? London in my flat, I, I I wouldn't, I don't live with anyone in London. So if I went back, I would be so lonely. But also what would you do? Like you go for the long walks and that's it and have a delivery. That's that actually it. And I'd miss the little things about home, like like taking my dad his coffee in during a meeting and he introduces me on zoom to all of his colleagues I went in the other day and brought dad his coffee and I think Duncan was like oh I'll have two sugars please (laughs) good joke Duncan (laughs) yeah honestly I'll miss the little things like that that you they, they make me smile but also I'll miss, you know, like just coming downstairs, having coffee or breakfast like, with the whole family. And our mm. house is, you know, we've got eight people in there. It's just, and if I went back to London, it would be myself and potentially my brother, mm. which, you know, don't worry, bro. I love your company. But it would just, I would just miss having everyone around and like, oh, I'm making some coffee. Do you want some coffee? Yeah, I'll have some coffee. All oh, the papers have come in, um, you know, Sudoku, here we come. And then just pop off and you go go to work in your own little room. Like you can't do yeah. that in London. You're stuck. And also the weather's getting so beautiful. Why do I want to be in a sweaty house in London? Yeah. Also, I've got a tennis tournament to finish and I ain't leaving my village until I have won the COVID cup. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about this nest and update. Obviously, this is one of the the big things that we look forward to each week is hearing everything that's going on in Kate's village. But last week, you announced Snimbledon, and I am so excited to hear what happened. I feel like right now I should insert the Wimbledon music. <laughs> you should. Oh my god, you understand. 
Mum won her match on Saturday morning. I played my match on Saturday afternoon. And I also won mine, which means we're both through to the quarters. Oh my God. Did you have a crowd? No crowd. I did go and play on centre court, as their court is known. Although Claire did mention that I would have max exposure. Max exposure. Um, Did you? There really isn't. Like they're, they're caught surrounded by trees. Like no one, unless they're sitting on the side of the fence, is going to be able to see the tennis. Claire's really fucked you over for this one. Max exposure. Claire's just like, fuck that. I'm not coming over to your house. You can come here. Well, I'm going to play the quarters at home. God, on my you're court. a rising tennis star. I am. I am. And this means that I'm playing the vet next round if he wins his match on Wednesday. Shut the fuck up yeah this is going to be the meat cue as they call it in hollywood but you've already had the meat cute when you drunkenly introduced yourself on yeah that is true this is i don't know what do they call this bit in hollywood then the re-meat cue (laughs) he is known throughout the village as a ex-county player so we're thinking big things from the vet Big things on the court. I don't know about big things elsewhere. (laughs) But this is typical, okay? This is absolutely typical. We set up an application last week for your hand in a virtual date. And fucking, the vet comes along as well. It's like, we haven't heard from him in a few weeks. And he just comes straight along and fucks up my application series. I really hope (laughs) that the people that I have lined up for you, you're still going to take into account. Oh, absolutely. It's that um, saying, isn't it? You wait all night for a bus and then two come at once. <laughs> and in this case... You wait all locked down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so true. Talking of which, now obviously, so last week we sort of did a shout out um, and I can reveal that we've not had 10 applications. Applications. We have not had 20 applications or even 50 we've only had two (laughs) you really got my hopes up after you said 10 when you went to 20 I knew you're taking the piss uh so we have had two and oh how do you want to do this I'm thinking I can read out their applications to you Uh, we dissect them a bit um and then we go forward with that what are you thinking yeah let's go for that Perfect. At the end of this, you're going to have to choose someone to, you know, bubble up with, as they would say. I can't go on a date with both of them. You could. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. Actually, okay. maybe you can. And then we can compare okay. them. This. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Okay. We should start like a dating podcast. I'm getting too excited now. Okay. Serious face. Um, we're going to start off with uh, an application from uh, Guillermo. I've given him a name. Um, so Guillermo, he says, uh, Dear Kiki, uh, I'm contacting you to express my desire to be considered as a potential suitor for Kate Harrison. It is a travesty to my mind that such an eligible young lady has yet to find a companion for her sister's wedding. I am more nervous writing this than I did my last application job. My job application. <laughs> application job. Um, I'm 27 and live in London. In lockdown, whilst I'm no sourdough Sophie, I've become rather adept at knocking out sourdough baguettes. Fuck off, Guillermo. Um, (laughs) Sourdough baguettes. Fancy. I've never never had a sourdough baguette. (laughs) (laughs) You might have one soon. He says, I've also been through the library of the Ottolenghi cookbooks at home cover (laughs) to cover. 
which I he's obviously you know been listening to you on the podcast and is trying everything possible um he says he's read 37 books since March the 18th oh, sorry say that again he's read 37 37 books not in his since life when? <laughs> since March the 18th crikey yeah, I know. And he says, the literature student in me refuses to spend the day idly watching telly. That's really not for me. So that's quite good. Um, and he sort of goes on to say, you know, as a wedding date, he's outgoing. He's good on the dance floor. He's really shy. He looks good in a suit. Uh-huh. And he also takes pleasure in making conversation with strangers. So that is... That is Mystery Man numero uno. Guillermo. Guillermo. Um, so the second one is Bernard. Bernard says, uh, do the little things. I am an avid listener of the podcast and, and have enjoyed the hilarious and joyful stories and quips immensely. However, I feel great sadness that the clearly lovely Kate has become so transfixed by this unresponsive and frankly brainless vet. <laughs> He clearly has no idea what he is missing. And then in brackets, he says, and also sounds like a little bit of a see you next Tuesday. I therefore would like to put myself forward for an online date. I am 28 years old, six foot three. I enjoy long walks in the country and nice long evenings in the pub. I also spend very little time with my arm up a cow's ass, unlike the vet. I have completed almost all of the isolation cliches from sourdoughs to raised vegetable beds, homemade pasta to online exercise classes. I am recently out of an isolation ship and would love the opportunity (laughs) to add Kate to my adult support bubble. And then he says, I have attached a picture for reference and I hope that Kate might be the little thing that makes me happy next week. (laughs) What's the picture of? The the picture is... Okay. The picture is of of himself and sat on a what it seems to be a sort of coffee table um (laughs) totally naked with a (laughs) large (laughs) pineapple (laughs) in between his legs (laughs) with his arms kind of stretching up into the air in a sort of godlike pose (laughs) i have so many questions I also, do I not get to see this picture before I make my no, decision? No, it's going to be blind. Only I can see it and describe to our listeners what it looks like. What would you think about the man in the picture? God, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so what do I do now? Do I have to decide? Do we have to discuss? So you, know, you know, in like Love Island, they're like, Love Islanders, <laughs> which couple would you like to couple up with? I'm going to ask you. <laughs> Which couple are you going to bubble up with? (laughs) Okay. I want to go with, drumroll please. Bernard! Bernard, if you are listening, congratulations. You have won a date 
with the one and only Kate Harrison. I will send you a Zoom link and a time at some point in the next few days. Um, I would say, break, you know, make a cocktail. Um, okay. And then, you know, you can talk about your cocktail if things get a little bit... Um, Awkward. Awkward. Um, and... Um, <laughs> I I love it. Can, can you imagine if it was like you click on the Zoom date and I'm there at the end, like lol, <laughs> <laughs> lol. You actually had zero applications. I am Bernard. <laughs> oh no, but I will set you up on a date, um, and uh, next week you can report back. And also, if it doesn't go well with Bernard, Guillermo, you're next. <laughs> Luckily, there weren't 700 applications. So, Guillermo, you are automatically the second favourite. <laughs> oh, gosh. I've never been so popular in my whole entire life. So, uh, thank you for all wow. those applications. Um, and, yeah, I can't wait to go on this date. I know. But also, remember, it's a virtual date. So, it's none of that sort of, you know, you can't snog on the first date kind of thing. Uh, my friend went on a date last night and she snogged. Oh my God, has she not heard of Corona? <laughs> okay, so I also have posed this question at her, but uh, she's got the antibodies, so she thinks she's <laughs> totally exempt from that rule. Oh my God, I bet she's taking around her, um, what's the word, result. Yeah, it's in her wallet, you know, where people put little pictures of people. She's just got her, her antibody re- receipt, you know. I've had it, so uh, I can't get it again, which actually isn't necessarily true yet. Friend. No, exactly. Exactly. You can. Yeah. You don't know yet. It's not being scientifically proven that you cannot get it a second time. Well, this is this is strange because my friend also didn't go on a date, but went to a sort of socially distanced. Obviously, I'm saying that in brackets because of course it wasn't social distance um, party. And there was he was sat next to a, one of the girls, and um, you know, we're getting on just fine. But he was there for a, a friend's birthday. But he wasn't thinking anything about you know like I'm going oh I'm going to a party I'm going to pull um, yeah so they go out for a side for a cigarette and she turns to him and she goes when I see something I want I get it and she literally oh. just like lunges in full-on snog and he said he said in my head I was thinking I don't want to carry on this snog for long enough that she will feel there's something to come out of this but I also don't want to snog her for short enough time for her to feel rejected and I was like so Corona just did not come through your mind at all and he was like no and I was like it just shows everyone's just you know everyone's given up now we're lost in London especially in London people have given up on corona what what is corona apart from a beer (laughs) I know everyone in London is just like parties in the backyard just you know having some fun going out for dinner whereas we are very sensible actually this week I'm going strawberry picking oh strawberry picking yeah so um strawberries are 10 out of 10 sweet this year what do you mean 10 out of 10 sweet so strawberries get ranked on their sweetness and this year they are 10 on the scale of sweetness which means you don't need to put any sugar on them guys and uh yeah that means that they're the best I don't know when the last time was that they were on 10 so it's like um it's like it's like cheese ratings you know like cheese are rated on like their smelliness or their you know strength strength I was gonna say cheesiness but that doesn't make any fucking sense does it um (laughs) wow 10 out of 10 strawberries yeah so 
I'm going picking, there's a strawberry farm up the road, so I'm going to go picking this week. And I couldn't do that in London, could I? No, you couldn't. Can I ask a question? Does this yeah. 10 out of 10 sweetness apply to all strawberries? It applies to all strawberries this this season, I think, I oh believe. God, that's amazing. Go get your strawberries, guys. So go get your strawberries because you ain't going to taste anything like it for a couple of years to come. Fucking hell. And also the one year, guys, the one year that we don't have Wimbledon, okay? And the strawberries are at their best. I know. It's it's typical, isn't it's it? It's typical. Are you having are you having some strawberries while you do Snimbledon? Or is that a sort of final? Is that sort of what I will happen? I think that's the final. I think when it comes to the final, we'll have strawberries, we'll have pims, we'll have champagne. Oh, you'll have a new lover. Yeah, I, yeah, he'll, he'll be supporting me from the sideline. Whether it's Bernard or the vet, we're not sure. <laughs> but it's definitely not Guillermo. <laughs> Can we please post a picture of what you wore before your um, Snimbledon on our Instagram? Because you look fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, I, I had to scare the opponent. So um, I took over a tennis racket bag. I filled it with all the tennis rackets that we own, of which only one of them actually functions properly. The other, Most of them don't have strings or a grip. I found all the Wimbledon stash I could in the house. So I had Wimbledon socks on from 2007, I think. I had a Wimbledon towel from 2009. And I had a Wimbledon cap from 2005. Wow, I don't know about you. You sound like you're a Wimbledon fan. Someone's been to the fucking shop. I've actually never attended Wimbledon as a, um, what's what do you call them? A visitor, a guest, a supporter. supporter. I've worked at Wimbledon, but I've never, oh. I've never been. I can imagine there. you being a ball girl. You have to go to Wimbledon schools to be a ball girl. But yeah, I would be a brilliant ball girl. I think you would. Is that everything this week? I think it's time for Little Business of the Week. I think it is. Over to you, Kate. So it was World Ocean Day last Monday. So we thought it fitting to make this week's Little Business of the Week ocean bottle. A few facts coming your way. Did you know, Kiki, that 22 million kilograms of plastic enter our oceans every day? Kilograms. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know that. No. Carry on. Please, I want more facts. By 2050, there will be more plastic by weight than fish in our oceans. That's sad. That's really sad. Yet up to 80% of the world's ocean plastic comes from a lack of waste management infrastructure in coastal communities around the world. So some brilliant people have created the Ocean Bottle, which is a reusable water bottle made from plastic that is um, collected from the world's oceans. And with the sale of every bottle, they fund collection of 11.4 kgs of plastic (laughs) from the oceans, which is equivalent to a thousand plastic bottles. It comes in loads of different colours. And whilst you're drinking water from it, you'll be thinking of all the good that you're doing to help remove plastic from the world's oceans. Fucking amazing. Go get yourself a a water bottle. It's not a water bottle, it's an ocean bottle. It's it's an ocean bottle. It is indeed. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Obviously, please head over to um, our Instagram, which is at Little Things Pod, if you want to follow us and see all the wonderful things that uh, Kate and I are up to. Or you can email us at podcast.littlethings at gmail.com. Please do know that uh, the application for my love life is ongoing. So if after <laughs> this episode you still want to date Kate, just send you an email and you never know. You could yeah. be the next bird. <laughs> a 
And if it doesn't go well with Bernard, we'll reopen applications next week. (laughs) Thanks, bye. Thank you, bye. we should post that at the beginning because I feel like we may have already lost a few people to incidents by this point (laughs) yeah exactly especially the bit where it's like keep your eyes on your wing mirrors (laughs) I thought it was going to be like the car in front I was going to say indicators but you never keep your eyes on your indicators